0: Welcome back to The Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall with you for a little less than the next uh, 30 minutes before Leslie uh, returns from uh, her television appearance today. But in the meantime, as promised, uh, we've got uh, a great guest who we've had on the show before, and you've heard before, Jonah Minkoff-Zern, who is the co-director of Public Citizens Democracy is for People campaign for a constitutional amendment to overturn the Citizens United Supreme Court ruling. Their goal is to take control of our nation away from billionaires and big business and to restore it to the people. You can check out their website, citizen.org. Follow Jonah on Twitter. It's at MZ. That's J-O-N-A-H-M-Z. And today we're going to be talking about a new proposal by Hillary Clinton uh, promising to propose a constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United within her first 30 days in office if she is to become our uh, first female president. And that's something uh, we have Jonah back on the show to talk about. He's an expert on uh, money and politics and uh, is very... uh, ...wired into the movement, if you will. Um, Jonah, before we get into the solution here, I wanted to give a brief recap of the problem, even though our audience is all too familiar with it, Um, that which is the Citizens United Supreme Court decision. Uh, I wanted to read this section from a piece done by the Brennan Center for Justice. Um, This is uh, referring to our last congressional elections. Quote, in 2014, the top 100 donors to super PACs spent almost as much is all 4.75 million small donors combined. And that's identifying small donors as people who uh, contributed $200 or less. So again, that's the top 100 donors spent almost as much as the other 4.75 million small donors combined. In short, that's thanks to the Supreme Court's jurisprudence. A tiny sliver of Americans now wield more power than at any time since Watergate, while many of the rest seem to be disengaging from politics. This is perhaps, as the piece points out, the most troubling result of Citizens United. In a time of historic wealth inequality, the decision has helped reinforce the growing sense that our democracy primarily serves the interests of the wealthy few and that democratic participation for the vast majority of citizens is of relatively little value." Now, before we get to Secretary Clinton's announcement from this past Sunday, Jonah, what are some potential solutions um, that you see to the problem based on your work uh, in this field?
1: Um, Sharon, thanks for having me again, Mark. Absolutely. Um, so I, there, a constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United is essential, and, and it's a really exciting moment um, that – one of the two major party presidential candidates has called for a constitutional amendment. It's it's really significant uh, in, in itself, and, and I know we'll talk more about that later. But I, um, so I, I think the first that's one of the main things that we need to be pushing for right now. Um, Citizens United can be overturned through a constitutional amendment. that can also be overturned um, by another Supreme Court uh, with justices who might take a more reasonable approach to the issue. Um, and that's that 's also something that 's possible in the not too distant future um, but the the other solutions that we 're advocating for uh, one of them is is just in the short term um, the President and also Congress can do, can take great steps to disclose where the money is coming from. Um, a large part of this spending uh, we don 't even know who 's spending the money, um, and it you know it can be coming from overseas it can be coming. Um, from corporations, obviously, who have a vested interest um, in the, in the issues that are that they 're trying to buy the candidates to support, um, and we don 't even know where that money 's coming from, uh, so an immediate step is both the president and we 've been pushing President Obama, and he still has yet to do it to, to sign an executive order to require federal contractors and, and those are about seventy percent of um, of the S&P 500 are uh, federal contractors to disclose their campaign contributions. Um, And Congress can also pass something, so that's a major step. Another thing is closing the revolving door. There are too many ways where people go between major corporations and financial institutions and Congress um, and lobbying for Congress, uh, lobbying in Congress. Um, uh, and lobbying for, those, lobbying for those institutions. So um, there are important bills that would close that revolving door. Um, and the final thing that, that's really important that we need to be pushing for right now is small donor matching funds. It's a way where my, ca- my campaign contribution um, and, and the bill that's moving right now, the Fair Elections Now Act, of up to $150 will be matched by six times uh, my contribution. So basically, what that means is that all of a sudden, my twenty-five or twenty-seven or fifty-dollar contribution, which is you know, what I can pretty much aff- afford to contribute, I'm, I'm not quite in the hundred million-dollar category yet. I'm, I'm working for, I'm working towards it, but I, right up around twenty-five to fifty. So, so all of a sudden, my contribution becomes much more substantial. Um, it becomes really a, a thing that's valued by candidates and pursued by candidates. Um, and there are many examples around the country, like Los Angeles and New York and Maine um, and Connecticut that have this small donor matching funds um, and, and many more are passing it through ballot initiative Seattle just passed one uh, this this past fall um, and It really changes the dynamics of how elections work, um, both in who 's running for office. a lot more people who are not rich, white, and wealthy are running for office for office in areas where there 's this small donor matching system because people it's it's really prohibitive, prohibitive to a lot of people to be able to run just the amount of money that you need to have in order to run and then also it changes um, where the contributions are coming from so in New York City um, there are uh, the the races in new york city for state office are very similar to the races for city council so when someone's running for state office they don't have this small donor matching system in new york right now Um and there they get almost all their money from a small pool of white wealthy donors Um so that's how they run their campaign they run it towards those people and once they're in office they value those people Um having been to albany uh... to lobby and, and in albany you literally go to the lobby and you talk to senators And it's really clear that the people who are having the influence, as you go into that lobby, it's palatable, are white, wealthy people. And and actually, I saw a powerful senator walk out of the Senate, look at a group of people, say, that's where the money is, and go and walk out and and start talking to him. Um, So he was joking, but that's really what they think. And that's, you know, that's why he went there to talk to them. And he didn't go to talk to me. Um, And so... It changes the, so that's that's who represents new york in this in the legislature right now in contrast the new york city council is really racially diverse a lot more women are on the new york city council and the way that people run their campaigns is through town halls is going out and going door to door and they raise their money from a really diverse pool of donors there uh, many more you know m- uh, it's a much broader section of new york participate both in actually being active in the election process and running for office and also, um, in uh, in who's part of, of contributing to elections, so, and it changes what happens, uh, what what people stand for once they're in office and how they run their campaigns. Um, so, small donor matching funds is something that we can, we foresee really moving forward. Uh, we hope, you know, as soon as two thousand and seventeen in the Congress, that the House Democrats just just moved a fantastic package that includes a constitutional amendment, includes. Um, small donor matching funds, and we're working on getting the, the uh, Democrats in the Senate solidly behind that, um, including uh, you know, including the leadership that we're pushing to do that. So we think that's that's passable and winnable. And Hillary Clinton did also call not just for a constitutional amendment, but she did call for small donor matching funds.
0: Let's which play that clip, uh, Jonah, for those who for sure. haven't heard it yet, and then we'll we'll come back to that.
1: Today I'm announcing that in my first 30 days as president, I will propose a constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United and give the American people, all of us, the chance to reclaim our democracy. I will also appoint Supreme Court justices who understand that this decision was a disaster for our democracy. And I will fight for other progressive reforms, including small-dollar matching and disclosure requirements. I hope some of the brilliant minds in this room will seek out cases to challenge Citizens United in the courts.
0: So that was from this Sunday, actually, uh, an address to a taped address to Netroots Nation. Um, Jonah, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about both of these uh, both the constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United, but also the small donor matching uh, system, because I think it's something that not as many Americans are familiar with. And now we actually have examples of it. And I think the key points that you brought up are very important, which is. It changes, A, where the candidates go to get money, B, once they actually have the donations, it changes who they pay attention to and who they respond to in office, and C, probably just as if not more important than all of these, it changes who runs for office and what is one of the chief complaints of Americans, which is, oh, well, no one like me actually, you know, listens because none of them are like me. They're all millionaires. They were born with a silver spoon in their mouth or if they weren't, they've gotten to that point where they can't understand the regular, you know, issues of everyday Americans. But if you have someone who is, you know, running for office that doesn't usually do so or isn't that type of person financially because they can actually raise enough funds because of the small donor or matching system, it could really change not only the way that our politics are run, you know, even if it starts on a small level, that's how it, it gets bigger in these test labs, if you will, um, you know, of democracy across the United States. But then it can change the perception of what our politicians and what our government are, which is, I think, just as important because then you have so many people, you know, who might not be disenfranchised when they or people they know can actually run for office um, you know with this system so we'll talk about that more if uh, you'd like to join in with uh, our guest Jonah Minkoff-Zern who's the co-director of Public Citizens Democracy is for People campaign you can give us a shout at 888-6LESLIE that's 888 check out Public Citizens website that's citizen.org and you can follow them I believe off the top of my head it's at public underscore citizen check out Jonah's Twitter handle it's at Jonah MZ. this is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall and we will be right back after this quick commercial break
1: you're listening to the leslie marshall show truth for all sides of the spectrum 888-6 leslie
0: Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall just for one more segment, and then Leslie will be uh, rejoining us here at the uh, hosting chair, if you will. Uh, In this last segment, we are again joined by Jonah Minkoff-Zern, who is with Public Citizen. He's the co-director of their Democracy is for People campaign for a constitutional amendment to overturn The Citizens United Supreme Court ruling and take control of our nation away from billionaires and big business and restore it to the people. Uh, Before the break, we were talking uh, about two things uh, specifically, which is overturning Citizens United, which, as you heard, uh, Secretary Clinton announced a push to uh, introduce a constitutional amendment to do that within her first uh, 30 days in office uh, if she were to be elected president. And then we're also talking about another thing that she pledged to fight for in that announcement this past Sunday, which is. A small donor matching system. Uh, Jonah, one of the things that I was uh, interested in and in reading about that was uh, a bill introduced by Representative John Sarbanes of, of, Mar- of Maryland. Um, like you were talking about, it, uh, this particular bill would match donations up to one hundred fifty dollars at a ratio of six to one. So, for instance, um, say your neighbor was running for Congress and you donated fifty dollars to her campaign she 'd receive an additional three hundred dollars for a total of three hundred fifty, but even better, if candidates completely renounced taking any donation over one hundred fifty dollars, the law would increase that matching ratio up to nine to one so say same same scenario, um, but it was purely fueled by small donors, and you gave fifty dollars she 'd receive an additional four fifty for a total of five hundred dollars, so essentially almost making it like ten times uh, the donations so um As Sarbanes uh, explained in an interview last year, this would make it more valuable for a representative to attend a house party in his or her district with, say, maybe 30 or 40 small donor constituents than to uh, attend something like a K Street fundraiser, which I think would really, like I was trying to say before the break, not only help with with trying to get different people to run for office, but really change the perception of our politicians and, and how our politics is run, which in a way is almost just as important as changing the system itself when you look at how disenfranchised people have become to, uh, to, to politics today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they and, – and, you know, in t- 2014, we had one, uh, we had the worst voter turnout in, in 78 years. And I think that people's feeling that elections are being bought and sold, uh, while at the same time and, – and the other side of the coin is attacks on voting rights uh, – that those two things are happening – Make people feel like like the elections are not for them, um, and I think you're right. I think if uh, you know if if we had small donor matching system, if we had people able to raise substantial amounts of money from everyday people, if all of a sudden my twenty five or fifty dollar contribution became three hundred and fifty dollars, you know that's that's meaningful. It means that people will feel like they can really engage in the political process. That it's really about them. And you have someone like Bernie Sanders who's running on primarily small donors, refusing to, have a, to take money from super PACs and refusing the large donors um, and the values he's putting forward. And I think the type of agenda that, that Senator Sanders was putting forward of universal health care, um, of access to higher education, uh, of taking on climate change in a serious way, things like that are going to become, would become more of a reality. If uh, we had a small donor matching system while at the, while at the same time we also overturned Citizens United and rolled back the attacks on voting rights, so I think we have to be looking at the whole system, um, but building a vibrant democracy really can can dramatically change the way politics um are working or not working for us and and change what we have what the end result is
0: so looking specifically at rolling back citizens united obviously we don't exactly know you know specifically if the supreme court were to do so how they would rule you know whether they would roll it back to exactly the way it was or whether they would uh change you know the uh things about the buckley uh, v valeo decision but we do know uh, about you know the amendment. So what specifically, what would the system look like essentially, Jonah, if this amendment actually happened?
1: Well, the, I mean, you know, uh, Clinton didn't specifically say which amendment she wanted to advocate for. And there, um, the amendment that has the most support, that has over 200 co-sponsors in the House and the Senate right now is the Democracy for All Amendment. And what that would do is it would um, it would overturn Buckley It would enable uh, reasonable regulation of campaign contributions, um, and then it would also allow differentiation between um, corporate spent between corporate spending and individual spending in elections so it would address the issue of corporate personhood in elections um, what it wouldn 't do and what many people think is important is it wouldn 't overturn the corporate person doctrine in other areas, um, and there is a, a another uh, amendment that has uh, that has about twenty five sponsors in the House that would do that that would address corporate personhood um, as well as money as speech. So so I you know Clinton didn't say which one she would support. The one that really has the most legs right now is Democracy for All, um, and I think you know regardless um, either of these amendments would. Would prevent the millions upon millions of dollars that individuals are now able to spend um, to buy the elections as well as corporations it would they would allow uh, it would allow uh this State and federal governments and city governments to put an end to that.
0: I think the real uh, another real important point about this, Jonah, which you actually alluded to uh, when you and I, I was reading some of your email updates regarding this, was that uh, you know this is significant because of how far the movement to overturn Citizens United has come from a lot of passionate advocates who are engaged in this type of fight, you know, constantly to a very big mainstream idea by one of the two major party candidates. Um, I think that in and of itself should give people hope and make them feel like, you know, if they were waiting on the sidelines, now's time to, to get engaged because it's gaining momentum and, you know, it, we don't need that much more to, to push it over the edge. So I, I think that's just as important as the momentum that we see in the movement.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that, That Clinton's announcement really shows that we're winning. The fact, you know, she is in the past hesitantly use the word reluctantly or hesitantly to call for an amendment i think obama used similar words when he called for a constitutional amendment this is very different she's saying this is going to be her priority if she's elected president within her first thirty days where she has most power to move legislation and most attention of the nation she's going to work to move this forward and that's really substantial also the fact that she's talking about small donor matching funds is really a, a huge victory and i think that's something we really need to take upon, too, because that's something, that's something that's winnable in the short term. And a constitutional amendment, I don't think, is that far away either. Um, but that, of course, needs two-thirds of both houses um, and then three-fourths of the states to ratify. So it's a harder lift. You know, we can get small donor matching funds um, just by passing it out of both houses and having the president sign it.
0: And we can do it in state and local elections, too, as you've been bringing up, which I think is important because people, you know, we want to change not just at federal but also state and local elections and give people access to, to run for office who are normal Americans, not just these wealthy Americans. Jonah, unfortunately, uh, we are out of time, but I just want to thank our guest, Jonah Minkoff-Zern. Follow him on Twitter at JonahMZ. The website for public citizen is citizen.org. This has been Mark Ramaldi in for Leslie Marshall.